my husband and I are deeply touched. Like the hat. It's not a hat. It's a crown. <coughs> I woke up this morning feeling like a new man. Have they told you terrible things? You can be difficult. I can be a monster. Did Jock give you my box? He's the party leader. I can't just push him out. This for me. Size I, sir. Nine and a half. Make of that what you will. No more. Allow the sovereign to interfere with the prime minister than stand for office himself. You stay with the princess. Philip. Elizabeth, go. Go. Right, come on, just want to slop it. There's never just one. Don't worry, I'll be gentle with you, Papa. <laughs> Morning, Your Majesty. Sir? Oh. I called the foreign secretary. You should be the one to tell her. Like a black dress, unless there is someone else with whom you enjoy an uncommonly close understanding, which would make accepting this post more attractive. For duty calls. Regina. Pod Save the Queens, a weekly podcast that covers one episode of The Crown each week, hosted by Reagan Fox, a professor of communication at California State University, Long Beach. He is also a performer. Since 2005, Reagan has produced a podcast titled Fox and the City. Madge Weinstein, internet personality who maintains Yeast Radio, which has developed a cult following and was among the 50 most subscribed to podcasts, and Deborah Wilkerson, a 68-year-old woman, allegedly, from Texas with a big heart and an even bigger body. She enjoys watching walking on the beach videos and warm buffets. Hello! It's the second episode of Pod Save the Queens. I am Queen Elizabeth, and I am joined by my gentle, fair co-host, Queen Mother Madge Weinstein. Hello, today I am Queen Mary, and I'm going to be doing my poppers <laughs> as I read a letter. <laughs> 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 I noticed her. <laughs> I noticed her with that big old nose mask. I love that she's a draggy. She's oh, a little draggy. Doing we'll her poppers. We'll get to that. And uh, to my right, uh, I, I have the other queen, Freddie Mercury of the band Queen, Miss Duke, Duchess, Countess, Deborah Wilkerson. Queen of, uh, I guess you would say, the Bonbons and the Kanks, Hostess. Queen of the Returns. Debbie, something that you should should know about Debbie. She rules over two kingdoms. One is the kingdom of Benadryl. She loves a Benadryl. Well, you know, once giveth, twice returneth. That's what I like to Mm -hmm. say. And she's the queen of returns. Returns. She certainly is. She's a bi-turner. to, we are now on our second episode mm. of The Queen, and this episode felt longer than the Titanic. I love yeah. the show, but this episode, it was just never going to end. I felt like I was a mass murderer strangling somebody, and the person just kept breathing. Every time I thought I'd killed the person, they'd go, <gasps> and I'm like, no, just die. Just die. Let this episode end. I felt like it was the color purple, but with whites. 
Why? Mainly Why? the music. Do, 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 do. It was like the music, but yay, but the white people matter in this one. The white people matter. Oh, I see and what you're music saying. And it's... the beautiful sun. The, the All this, yeah. the shots were at dusk, you know, the, the golden time. Not dusk, but golden shower time when all the light is pretty. And the, the beautiful orchestral music. It was very color purples. See, yeah. I, I pictured Star Wars. It was very yeah. operatic. Um, the uh, what the New Hope. That's what I'm going with. I mean, just from the different lighting. Star Wars. And it was so freaking mm. long. I mean, I was begging for this episode to end, to be honest with you girls. Well, I think we all agree on that. And unfortunately, it did. Episode two, season one. Hyde Park Corner. With George in ill health, Elizabeth and Philip tour the Commonwealth in his place, making their first stop in Nairobi, Kenya. Several detractors within the Conservative Party expressed concern over Churchill's ability to govern, prompting Deputy Prime Minister and Foreign Secretary Anthony Eaton to ask George if he can persuade Churchill to step down. George refuses after an evening spent singing with youngest daughter margaret amy fisher and hearing news of elizabeth and philip's travels uh-huh. george dies in his sleep upon the discovery of his body the following morning news spreads around the world with elizabeth learning upon her and sure. philip's return from a night at a game viewing lodge the couple returns to London, where Elizabeth assumes the role of sovereign. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> so we began. We began the episode. I guess we should get right into tea time, unless yes. you'll have any announcements you want to make. Or oh, I have pregnant. so many announcements. <gasps> no, I you're pregnant. When is the abortion? I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> I thought this was a family show, Raven. Oh, that's right. I forgot. This isn't the I abortion forgot. cast with the hanger sisters. The adoption. Sisters. I cut out a lot of the dirty references mm-hmm. in the other episode. Did in you, our premiere also, episode, I did. You cut I out did. all that <laughs> nice stuff uh, uh, that Deborah said about the British people, too, I noticed. I had to because, mm-hmm. see, Deborah <laughs> is Deborah is an insanely jealous person. She's yeah. very ethnocentric. She's yes. very Trump. Deborah, Deborah, say make America great again. Make America great again. Well, you forgot okay, the most important thing. Whinier. <laughs> Make America great again. (laughs) That's it. Look at how orange you look. Look at how orange you look. Back rolls. Back rolls. (laughs) Sorry, this is not RuPaul's Drag Race, although there are a lot of similarities Uh between the crown and RuPaul's. I almost said Drew Paul. RuPaul's Drag Race. So let's get to tea time. We we need tea time. So clatter, clatter, pouring tea. Crumpets have come out. Ooh, a cucumber sandwich. Who doesn't love a cucumber sandwich? Can I get you one, Madge? No, I don't really like them. I think they're boring. Why would anybody want a cucumber sandwich? That's a good topic for the the stiff upper clip section, though. Why the fuck do they eat that crap? I agree. I agree. I think it's because it doesn't overpower the tea, honey. Tea is weak uh, already. Who drinks tea? No, anyway? no, 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 no. It's not. I know it's, mm. honey. The tea is the main thing with the British people. I know this. Oh, now I you're kissing Lime their time. ass. And you know they have to have their tea every mm-hmm. day at a certain time. They like the taste of it, bergamot oil in the tea, and uh, I think the cucumber is something very light that you can enjoy 
you know, when you're still saving yourself for dinner. Or saving yourself for marriage, if you know what I mean. A good uh-huh. cucumber always comes in handy. Got a big one there. Okay, so tea time. We begin this episode and Elizabeth is in Kenya, finally in Kenya, delivering a speech about Mm -hmm. how much their imperialism has modernized the natives. And it was so it was so touching that the native, the indigenous population got to be there. I'm not trying to be rude to the native people of the land. Yeah. I got to agree with Prince Philip. I think he was totally disrespectful and I don't like him, but. That head coming out of that vagina mask, it, that was too much for me. Well, that, Is that-, <laughs> that was the original <laughs> pussy hat. And I thought it was very disrespectful of him not to know that that was actually a women's rights rally. That was a pussy hat. I wish I would have looked it up to see is that like I'm guessing they're trying to get the period down. You know, I don't mean that unintentionally, but they're trying to get Mm. it down. Is that something they would wear back then or I think it's stuff that they probably still wear in certain tribes in Africa. Yeah. But does it signify Uh, a vagina? Yes. Yours. Oops. I think it was horrible how he, you know, was treating people. I don't know. They just treat the way it I was. see it with, with Prince Philip, but he's not Prince yet. But I, I just noticed right. everybody's just, everybody is just a character in their movie. Right. And that's what I get from, from these people. And well, it, it's very disturbing. It is. And the thing is like, that bothers me about the show. It's like, okay, yeah, they're showing how awful these people were, but it's always, everybody's awful except for Queen Elizabeth. She's perfect. Yeah. She doesn't do fucking anything wrong. It's almost like she has this stamp of approval of this show the same way, you know, Winston got to rubber stamp the BBC before they announced the King's death. Well, one of the things that I found fascinating about this is I've done a little bit of research into turn of the century America, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that this was happening across the pond as they Mm -hmm. say as well. But one of the ways that white aristocrats began to assert their masculinity, because keep in mind, if you were a white aristocrat, you weren't working in factories, your body wasn't as well developed as many members of the working class or people of color at the time. So one of the ways that these doctors and psychologists and professionals did this was by emasculating working class people Mm. and by emasculating people of color. So when he goes and compares his medals to the African tribesmen, that to me was uh, it smacked of emasculation. Yeah, it was. It's like man versus man. And then they did the man versus nature thing just a little bit mm-hmm. later when they go, you know, and show his tri- triumph over the giant elephant. You know, it's like it's just very odd. But the thing is, like, I'm just not sure how in on the joke they are because still so they're doing this huge show you know and they're they're pointing out that these people were kind of awful in a way especially philip but in at the same time the show it's it, they're just showing how wonderful the royalty those show is about how wonderful royalty is it's just yeah. like magnifying white supremacy it's the same thing from last week i'm still i don't know what to do with any of this yet well it'll we'll find i i find that to be a very compelling dynamic because Mm -hmm. one of the things that I tell students in my gender and communication seminar is they say, oh, I'm learning all these new concepts and now I feel like dirty whenever I I try to enjoy watching, let's say, the Bad Girls Club (laughs) or or, or something along those lines where women are being objectified or Mm -hmm. 
vilified or whatever. And I say to them, look, I get it. I understand. But having a critical impulse and also enjoying something that is programmed in such a way specifically to tap in to what brings us joy on a cultural level, those aren't mutually exclusive things. So we can acknowledge that what is happening in a lot of these scenes is very fucked up, but also look and see how it's romantically packaged and how that romanticization is also part of what the problem is. And I'll liken this to Thanksgiving. So we have all these romantic ideas about Thanksgiving and I love it. I love Thanksgiving food. There's just Mm -hmm. something about Thanksgiving I really like, but part of that romantic feeling that goes along with the holiday that is entrenched in colonialization and in the slaughter of indigenous populations, right? So does that mean that I can never enjoy Thanksgiving again? No, but it means that I can celebrate it more thoughtfully, that I can make that critique part of the way that I commemorate the quote unquote holiday. Yeah. And you know, even with this, a lot of this is, is fiction. I mean, so what? let's go to the elephant. Yes, the elephant scene didn't happen. It's Thank all you. bullshit. I mean, I know this is a children's show, but I'm sorry. But um, so yeah, that all that the whole standoff between the elephant didn't happen. They saw elephants when they went there, but that was it. There, all that was just fake. That was just for the show. Does that mean his butt? Wasn't really like that. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that butt job ball. I, I don't know. I'm starting to think maybe that it is his. I don't know. Is the queen a ginger? Because Claire Foy, she seems to be a ginger. Is is was is Queen Elizabeth a ginger? I couldn't really tell from those old black and white photos. I don't think no. so. Hmm. I think she is. The '70s photos, her hair is like has a red undertone to it. From research that I've done just for this this show, mm-hmm. I actually kind of like her, and I think. In some ways, I know this sounds totally insane and I'm a crazy woman, but mm-hmm. I feel like the Queen Elizabeth mm-hmm. brings a stability to the world because a lot of democracies we go through different leaders. I just don't like to think, I, I, I don't know that I like, I, I mean, can it just be like Madonna? I mean, does it have to be somebody no. that, get, that inherits it? Can it just be somebody who's popular on Instagram like <laughs> Katy Perry? It's yeah. well, it, it can if, if someone actually follows the rules. The thing is, mm-hmm. it's so ingrained, you know, just like when Mary curtsied her and signaled, you know, mm, and, at the end of the power, episode, yeah, the power yeah. was in her. You've got to understand the power you wield. Mm-hmm. And at least with this queen, the current queen, I think she honestly values the power that she has, if you want to call it that, and takes it serious. I don't think she. Now, in the show, I'm not sure how they're going to, you know, spin it. But from what I've read, I really feel like she she understands that this is something not to be toyed with, that she has an image to uphold. Well, yeah. And I think what the argument you make is probably one of the strongest arguments for maintaining the monarchy is the, is the consistency over all these different governments. Mm-hmm. In the next scene, we see Venetia Scott. And at first, I forgot that we had a nickname for her. So I thought Mary Sunshine. And then I said, no, I have it. Veronica Mars, because she looks like the actress who plays Veronica Mars. But then I remembered that we decided to call her Me Jine Kelly because she's in the working quote unquote relationship with Roger Ailes slash Winston Churchill. Oh, you're talking about the, the, I'm sorry, the, the, yes, 
You're right. Yes. Yeah. When Roger was in the bathtub, the girl that he was torturing with his bubbles. Me, John. Mm-hmm. Completely was, appropriate. He got Completely her. Appropriate. He got her that so wet. Harvey, I, he did. She was so. She got on her knees and she got so wet, baby. I really thought so he wet. was going to come out, but and then, I thought he was just going to. But then he goes to that meeting right afterwards, and he's covering his. His dick, like, did he pee, piss himself? What was that? I, I, I had the understand. same question. Why was he tugging on his? Co- Why was that happening? Is there, it a British tucking, thing? He was tucking in his shark, just like Rudy was, honey. He was tucking his Don't dick. He was at the tuck shop putting his oh, di- putting his candy in the back. Honey, I don't think he has to tuck. I think he's like a reverse turkey button. You know what I'm saying? I think it's all the way up in there. I don't disagree. I did what like it when Roger Ailes farted in the tub and got Meechine Kelly was slash that, Veronica Mall. That was a fart? I, I it was, was something. I thought he was like doing it on purpose. Like he just was like, boom, and then he just. Well, you know. I thought he did that on purpose. I didn't know it was a fart. I'm nor- normally so, really tuned into those things. Well, so what I thought was interesting about this scene, since we're talking talking about the bubble bath is um roger ailes is flooding 10 uh downing street drowning street and uh i'm guessing drowning street did you say yeah yeah (laughs) drowning street um so i'm guessing that's the whole point of the reason it needed like heavily it was basically rebuilt from the the bottom up in the 1960s because of, of how you know the house was handled because he's such a pig you know, well, I just thought that was that's interesting. They did the same thing to the White House with Truman. White House, yeah. But um, we're now we're really digressing, aren't we? Right, right. So we <laughs> right. learn right after this, right after Roger Ailes can't keep his hand off of his penis as he's leaving the room, that there is a plot afoot to right. remove Roger Ailes from Fox News. Small note. When uh, Jack says to me, Jack, Roger says to me, Jane, I just want Deborah to remember to put this in that opening montage you do. He says, did, uh. did Jock give you my box? I just want to make sure you <laughs> capture that. <laughs> yeah. Did Jock give you my box? <laughs> oh, yes, Mr. Ailes. I have it right here. I'm caressing your box right now. I'm going to open my own box. The editing choices. Take your files in. The editing choices of this show are so weird. Like, there's things that are so important they just gloss over. Like, they don't show her land. You know, she lands. They don't show her meeting with the crowd after her father dies. They don't show him telling. Well, hold on. Okay. You're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of our spoiler but the, alert. Just the way they dwell okay. on this incident with getting her wet. It's just, it just really makes me wonder. Like, how do they decide? Oh, I think the whole. I think, well, with this episode, okay. the reason they directed it this style is it's really about um, like an unexpected grief. Like when you're, dr- it's dread. Mm. This episode, I think the theme is dread. Interesting. And a lot of the, mm-hmm. the reason they did these styles, everything's foggy. It's dreamlike. Oh. Um, she still is living in a world where she thinks she can go go back to, you know, somewhat of a normal life, Queen Elizabeth. But she's not. She's dreading what's to come, even though uh-huh. she, you know, she in her mind, she thinks the father's still got a few more years. She's dreading it. You, the look on her face, especially right before um, she gets ready, her eyes are just red from all the stress. I mean, I think that I think the direction of the show is pretty interesting. I think we don't get a a proper we don't get what we want to say. I don't know if I think that the epi- the theme of the episode is dread. I think that comes into play later at the end of the episode. And I have a whole comparison to edging 
on grief oh, good. and bad news and breaking bad news, but we'll get breaking bad, breaking bad news. So much of the episode is uplifting when they're in Africa. I love when they arrive to the house and Elizabeth steals the flowers from the child and she goes, oh, are those for me? And the kid's like, no, I want to keep the flowers. And she like takes the flowers out of the hand. I didn't we catch also, that. I didn't realize. Oh, you d- oh, yeah. She totally snatched those flowers. I, I thought the little girl just wasn't doing the. I thought the little girl was supposed to give them to the queen, and she was. She was being a naughty girl. I, potentially, that's one reading yeah. of it. Oh, I'm with Reagan the- on this. There, it's expected. I don't even think in her mind she saw it the way. Like, oh, they're mine. You know, I think in her, she just expects of it. Those mm. are mine. She don't need them flowers. So then we uh, get more of a hint that Amy Fisher, a.k.a. Prince Margaret, makes her flirtation more overt with Joey Buttafuoco. Joey Buttafuoco. Joey Joey and Amy. You know what? I've decided because there's so many times in this podcast where we have to have put on British accents. Anytime we talk about Amy Fisher, a.k.a. Prince Margaret, at least in the first two seasons, I want to, I'm going full on Amy Fisher, Long Island Lolita. Are we okay with this decision? Can we do the Long Island? What's the name of the Long Island psychic? Medium. Yeah. Medium. Yeah, that's a good one. That, the, the driving force here. Carrie Fisher. You two queens. is not that she's from Long Island. No. It's that Amy <laughs> Fisher had an affair with a married man. Jesus what, Christ. Did Amy Fisher mm. flirt with daddy? I mean, she clearly had some daddy issues, which is why she was driven to the arms of Joey Buttafuoco. She wasn't flirting so we, with daddy. What are you talking about? Oh, there's yeah. a, some daddy oh, issues yeah, there. There's some dad. Come oh, on dear. now. I'm going to oh, pop yeah. into daddy's car when he's done hunting. I'm going to give him a little kiss. A little and kiss, she's going to drive. Daddy, I'm going to drive. She's just daddy's like girl. That? That's not. You that's like it not. when your little girl oh, drives listen, like a man. When you are like over the age of 17, you are not a little girl anymore. That's not normal to be acting like that. I don't care if you go back 50, 60 years. She needs the other. Elizabeth wasn't acting that way with daddy. You're telling me she's over there singing show tunes with daddy. Because the piano. she's the favorite girl. That ain't normal. She's just daddy's special girl. I agree with Debbie. They don't fuck or nothing. So we cut from Amy Fisher and Joey, but if you go love scene to Moulin Rouge shooting birds and coughing, which is, that's the only two things he's good at. Here we learn that King George is pro Winston Churchill. I believe that this is analogous to Trump and Roger Ailes situation. Republican party. Mm -hmm. I totally it mirrored society right now. It's just insane. Mm-hmm. It does in so many ways. And then we cut yeah. back. We, there's a lot of jumping around in places. Mm-hmm. And, and so then we cut to the safari scene, which made me feel, I'm going to say this. It made me feel a little uncomfortable because as they're going on their safari, I couldn't help but think of those pictures of the Trump boys going into Africa and hunting. You thought the same yeah. thing? Of course, yeah. Yeah. because that's what they do. It's man versus nature. It's they have to prove, and it's this whole thing with climate change. They have to prove that they're bigger than nature, that they mm. are the rulers, and that they, nature is subordinate to them. Totally. And that goes back to what you were saying about um, the working men. They have to figure out some way to separate themselves, and that's one way they totally do it. By show, look, I killed a nine hundred pound elephant. 
I just don't yeah. understand why Eden, that the the one who want Anthony Eden, the one who wants the prime minister's job, what is the deal with his shoe size? So insecure. He's a nine oh, and yeah. a half, but he's really a ten and a half in boots. He's like, what are we? Is this something about his penis? I mean, that's what. Came yeah, that, that, that's what I got. That, it has to be that way. It it has to be that that way. Why yeah. else would the? Because remember, this isn't a documentary, so the mm-hmm. authors. Foreign Secretary Anthony Eden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would they okay. put that in there if it wasn't? But all rich people, they just love shooting things. I noticed that. My favorite thing about this episode mm-hmm. was yeah. the beautiful African landscape. And I don't know if this was shot on location. I'd be interested to know it that because even though this was a slow episode, I really did like that. There was yeah. that moment where Elizabeth was about to give a blowy to Philip mm-hmm. and she gets interrupted and <laughs> and the the guy working at the treetop just sound, just looked so beautiful mm-hmm. and romantic. It's like, look, look at all the animals. And it made me realize how sheltered my life has been because I've never left the United States. I've gone to Mexico, but I've never been anywhere else. And there's so much beauty that I don't get to see. You've never be- left the United States? I've never left the United States. <laughs> Amy Fisher and Moulin Rouge have a full on Moulin Rouge moment mm-hmm. singing Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered, which love I love that song. That song. Irving I love Berlin, that song. Sorry? Irving Berlin? Who is that? I don't know. Why don't you Google it? I'm not fucking Googling shit. When Who- they first started, I didn't get a sense that people were in the room. And then all of a sudden she looks at him and is like, turn around. So did he not know when they were singing and having this intimate? No, I think it was just bad editing. But uh, daughter. Who are those people though? I know it's a court and all courts have court people. Who the fuck are they? I thought it was a sweet moment. It was a very nice moment. I'm, my father is no longer alive. Our queen mother, Madge's father, is no longer alive. That's true. Only Freddie Mercury still has her father. Her and daddies. it my father and I used to sing together and he really loved music. And it I, I thought it was a touching moment. My father played the tuba. It was touching until the people showed up. I think it would have been a better idea to film it without the 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 fake crowd of people. It was very Trumpian. You know how when Trump speaks, mm. he has his people come in to clap. Yeah, that's what I got <laughs> from it, which may be the attention of the director. Matt, what do you think? Matt? I don't know. The way they deal with extras on this show is just bizarre because they're just so extra. Like, they're just, I don't know, whoever coordinates that shit sucks because, like, they're just wallpaper. There's no personality to the extras in this show. It's like, yeah, who are you? Yeah. How did you get in here? Right. That's what I expect them to turn around and say, like, bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. And, right. Hold on. Who are you? How did you get in here? <laughs> so you want some more? It would be hilarious if they did this when they ate. So they bring in peasants that are really poor. And they just get to watch them feast on a big meal, you know? All right, you may leave. <laughs> What about all those ducks? They can kill all the, they can eat all those oh, ducks, right? What the fuck do they do with all those ducks? So there were ducks. a lot of dead birds. I kept thinking chickens under the bed. I was thinking, is, is this the fucking Peabody Hotel? They just killed it. They oh fucking blew it up and killed them all. Turns out Moulin Rouge has sung her last song. 
time to tell everyone. <laughs> did you this write is a that? montage. I did. I did. I'm going to repeat it just for dramatic effect. Moulin Rouge. I got it through. I got through with a straight face. And then y'all, now y'all are making me laugh through it. Now do it. Do it, Nicole. Go. Okay. Fontaine. Moulin Rouge has sung her last song. Time to tell everyone, this is a montage of brooding looks and royal gasps <laughs> and royal sounding tears. No, no, no. I have to tell you, I was watching this on 1.5 on Netflix because I wanted to watch it before this. And they're all like scurrying about, scurrying about. And they look like little, they look like little chickens hopping around the castle. Like, blah, 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 blah. it's so funny. I invite everybody to look at that scene after he dies at 1.5 speed on Netflix. Okay, the most depressing part of this death to me is that <laughs> I, in my head, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, finally, the end of the episode. I, I've forgotten how the episode ends. I'm like, yes, the end of the episode. Finally, 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 I can walk my dog, Bo, before we start recording the podcast. And um, nope, that was not the reality. In fact, I'm looking at my notes and I'm not even at the halfway point oh, yet. Yeah, well, we'll have to hurry up and Same. punch through. Oh, oh, but it was a dear. shocker. That's what I thought was so interesting. Everyone was again, just so shocked. I mean, come on. But Margaret comes in there. She's devastated because her daddy slash lover dies. And she's fucking falling out. Yeah. And the fucking, the butler standing right there. He doesn't even, there's no Nobody emotional support in this show. Like nothing like a hand, like can you put his, his hand on her shoulders, something, let alone no, a hug. I, like there's no emotional support no. anywhere in this show. And, and then like they go straight to the fucking embalming. Like we in the, in the In the building, on the bed. I was trying to oh, see Oh, and then he, when they went and got uh, Queen Mary, all, I, you know, Reagan, you probably found this too. You know, I would. Those pills. She had like a fucking drugstore. Oh, you mean on big top man. of that desk? Big she was man. doing. She was big doing. Man. She's just like me. Last night, she took a Benadryl. <laughs> she took an Advan. She took a Lexapro. The butler just whispers in her. I'm so sorry to tell you, you know, that your son's dead. And then he just runs away, scurrying, scurries about, and then she's like devastated, <laughs> like no moral no. support, no relative, you know, no, just no, no family no. meeting, just like blah. <laughs> Where are my poppers at? <laughs> and then that plain Jane wife of Moulin Rouge running down the hall. Hippity <laughs> 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 hoppity. <laughs> That's the queen, mom. That's me. I'll have you know. That's that no, you're, no, no. You're the older queen mother. You're the one who does the poppers out of no, the black I'm nose not. mask. I'm, okay, fine. I do. No, that is definitely the queen mother that you are. But then I. If die. you take, if you take this this family and move them to California, the mother, or at least the wife would never act like that. She'd be celebrating, you know, thinking about insurance <laughs> money. Oh, I'm going to live baby. You know, right. it would just never happen if you just transport the people to, a, to America. <sighs> it's just so weird how that went down. So it's time to contact Nairobi. Time to contact Nairobi and let Elizabeth know that she is the new queen on this season of RuPaul's Drag Race. But first, there's a drag, there's a bird, and which is really her father's spirit that says, hello, little Elizabeth, I'm your father and I'm oh, dead, but you I don't I didn't even it. realize there is a lot, like a lot yeah. of bird imagery, right? We mm. see him shooting the birds and then he becomes the shot bird. Mm. And then the bird is brought back to life. That and ass. That, and we see the ass. So she's taking a 
video shot of Philip's she delicious Instagrams. rear end. And her and no, no, no. She used it on the royal only fan site. And, uh, the, <laughs> and so, like, she, he's dead. And meanwhile, she's out fixing cars. What the fuck? I'm a mechanic. I can fix this car. Leave it alone. That's not uh, being a mechanic. I, I have so I many agree. questions. She's I real, agree. But she really was. Okay, I but I have so many up. questions. Like, where was she a mechanic? Like, World War so II? For the, at the war, yeah, for the war. But now, I must say, it could all be for photo ops because she think. was just, like, tightening the tire. So I'm not sure. There's probably more photos. But what I looked up, she was just tightening the tire. She was tightening a nut. Mary was getting mm-hmm. that, and uh, that's, what I, that's what I saw, you know. So, I'm not sure if maybe back then, you know, how like you would, uh, at least with our um society, that we would say the royals, if you would, Betty Davis, Joan, you know, Crawford, they would do these promo shots of like them building the bombers, right. you know. I don't, you know, mm. is it the same? I, I think so. I, the, I, this is back to my point about them building Queen Elizabeth up like this, like she's so wonderful and she can do no wrong. Like she was not a fucking mechanic. And saying that you just need to leave it alone is nothing. A mechanic doesn't just say leave it alone. That's like a, that's like a computer person just saying, oh, turn it off and on again. No, but Debbie is saying out. that Debbie looked it up and yeah. she was, in fact, a mechanic. So I, but I, no, I yeah, know. But I mean, she I was a mechanic, know. but it was probably a photo op. That's what See, I'm I, I don't yeah, know both that. can be true. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah both. But mm-hmm. if you look at her history, mm-hmm. which I know I'm going to skip, I just want to skip to this because I, I had looked this up. I thought it was she was somebody tried to kill her more than once. Oh. Um, so she, yes. So one time, okay, hold on, let me get one it. One time was Lady Bunny tried to kill her. <laughs> so in okay, June 13th, the 1981, she was shot at by a teenager. Now listen to how hardcore this lady is. Uh-huh. Shots rang out as Elizabeth rode her horse in a parade near Buckingham Palace. Uh, the 17-year-old girl who idolized the assassins of John F. Kennedy and John Lennon, which we are close to that, uh, had fired six blank shots in the Queen's direction. Swiftly subdued by the police, the teen would spend three years. Hold on, blank. Hold on, blank shots. Like not real. Just. Well, I I think just shot off and didn't hit nobody. She was just really bad. You know, like shot in the air. I'm guessing. I don't know. Because people typically, when you say shooting blanks, doesn't that mean it's not a real shot? Like it's not a real bullet. No, that means you like have sperm, but it can't get anyone pregnant. (laughs) Yeah, but but listen to this. So she shot off, whether they're real or not. You know, she was faking it for her own imagination, maybe. Elizabeth just merely calmed her horse, her startled horse, and resumed her procession. Now listen to this. Uh, she mm-hmm. once woke up to find a stalker in her bedroom. I don't know how this shit goes on. This is in the 80s. 1982, a 31-year-old crazy guy, uh, Michael Fagan, scaled Buckingham Palace uh, drain pipe and got into her chambers. The sleeping monarch awoke to find a strange man perched on the edge of her bed, dripping blood from where he had cut his hands while wandering in the palace dark corridors. Initially unable to reach the police, Elizabeth engaged uh, Fagan in conversation for at least 10 minutes, listening to him chat about his personal problems and relationships with four children. Finally, a footman roused from his slumber, seized seized the, the intruder totally insane that she would be able to talk this guy out of whatever his intentions may have been Regina. Uh, for 10 minutes. And all, what's so funny is this same gentleman had got into the residence weeks earlier and stole a bottle of Prince Charles's white wine. Oh, dear. 
Oh dear. A blank, by the way, here's the definition of a blank. Okay. A blank is a type of firearm cartridge that contains no projectile. She only got three months in jail. And this guy only got six months in a mental hospital. Anyway. So then we then we finally get to a game of what I have called death call edging, where they try to alert the princess that Moulin Rouge <laughs> is over, that he's dead. She's a dying prostitute. Will they tell her? Won't they tell her? Who will tell her? Let's drag this out. Edge. Edge on this sweet grief nut until you come. And we, that was that a goes mess. on for a long that time. That was a mess. I got so tired of watching that. Yes. Yeah, Me too. And then they finally the get to are, the jizz. The, and, and the words are never even said. Yeah. The words right. are never even well, said. That's the death is communicated See, in silence and brooding so, stares. And those stares were terribly acted. Like F- Philip's like, oh, I'm acting. And then she's like, oh, I'm acting, but I'm not really acting. No, I'm acting. And then they just cut. And then it's like some other dumb scene about a dress. Like no that, that's back to my ed- the thing about the editing choices. So we're going to focus on like it's fine to show Winston Churchill farting and getting this girl wet with his mucus or whatever. Did but you call you him Warnston? Th- mm-hmm. Warnston. Weinstein. <laughs> Weinstein Churchill. Weinstein Churchill. <laughs> but then when you get to something that's critical to the story that you've been building up to, you just skip it. It goes against the grain to communicate it without using words. I did yes. like that. I, 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 the intent was good. I do agree with you, but it was not well executed in my opinion it was just cheesy and ridiculous yeah i I agree he should have what we should have seen him wake up (gasps) (gasps) and then you know have more dramatic not just we needed what we needed one last scare from the king like they do in slasher movies we think he's dead but then he comes up like uh, oh oh margaret amy fisher goes in there Uh, to blow her father one last time and while she's doing it then the hand of the father grips the neck of amy fisher and she's (laughs) choking and he's and then he dies Again, you that's know, for this, the parody, not for If this. this was written by John Cleese, I think he would have woke up and slightly snap out of it because nobody else would tell her to calm down, you know, snap out of it and fall to his death. I like the moment where the paparazzi shows restraint because that's mm. clearly a commentary on how out of control the paparazzi has come. So they all want to get their nut, right? They all want to get the picture of Elizabeth, who is now going to be the new monarch. They want the grief. They want all of that, the way that we all want it. You know, somebody mm-hmm. dies. We want it. We want to see the pictures of Bobby Christina. And, and that's the type of culture that we live in now. And it's really unfortunate because there are some things that you need to are sacred, some things that are actually sacred. So I do appreciate how they showed a time when the paparazzi could have taken photos, but they said, you know what? It would be gross as a human being. I'm not going to violate this grieving daughter's privacy in this moment. Roger Ailes, you know, obviously was controlling BBC in some aspect. Mm, yeah, potentially. Yeah, if you if you broke that social custom, maybe there wasn't a law in place, but if you did something that disgusting to violate somebody's privacy, maybe it was just a well, foregone the, conclusion that the, you would be fired. The media is yeah. weird. But it's different in the in the UK. Like they, totally. they they have a lot of censorship. They can't. Their libel laws laws are much stronger than they are here. So um, there, there's a lot of differences, and they do have the government can tell the the broadcasters what yeah. to say. And and you know, and I think that probably stems from you know 
the royal royal family you know they're you know since it's not like well that's their celebrity in some aspects i thought uh but everybody especially back then everybody worshiped them and that's what's so insane in this scene the kissing of the feet i mean i just thought it was so just disturbing did we see her cry her eyes are red Mm -hmm. but i don't know yeah i think it's more implied that she's really sad. So how can and, we get to and, see Mar- Margaret or Amy Fisher cry, but we don't get to see Elizabeth cry? Well, because it shows you the difference between yeah, oh, totally. somebody totally. who has the maturity to take yeah. on, the, and probably somebody who is more groomed to take on that title. Because you're right, Amy Fisher is complete contrast. Amy Fisher visits Moulin Rouge. She melts down. Dad just died. Uh oh, what do I need to do? I need to go see Joey. His magic tongue is the only salve I need. So they meet in a bar because that's the place Amy Fisher likes to meet Joey. It's dirty, it's smelly, <laughs> smells like animals, just like Joey. And so they do something. We don't get all the gory details. It wasn't posted on the OnlyFans site. And um, then the big decision next is. What is Elizabeth's name going to be? Is she going to keep her wait, real name? I think they're trying. I th- I really feel like the show is just build. They're creating this fiction around Elizabeth, and yeah, that's totally. just part of it. Because of course, she's. So what if she's the sovereign? She's the leader. She's poised. She's still going to fucking cry. She's still a human being. But they won't allow her to be human in the show because she is Queen Elizabeth, and she's still queen today. They're only showing. They're not showing the full person. They're only showing right. the royal part, right. which is totally. If you want to see like the queen behind the scenes, go watch the queen with Helen she's angry and and insane and that you know there's wonderful scenes with that but you know they are changing it up I mean I was looking up the sister you know Margaret she's ugly I mean this lady could put Eleanor Roosevelt in the penthouse oh she's not that ugly come on oh she is not looking she's no Eleanor Roosevelt in this show they're making her seem like she's the pretty one she's the fun one she's daddy's favorite Honey, I mean, she went daddy's pretty. Now she's Deborah. Look in the mirror, Debbie. Look in no, the mirror. Compare her to the queen. I'm comparing the queen her to you. Was a way better looking woman than she was. Debbie, back you are in the no day. one to talk with that horse face. Debbie, yeah, I think that you are on horse tranquilizers no, right now I'm or you, something. Princess Eleanor Margaret Roosevelt was very pretty. Oh, okay. <laughs> She was. Yes. I'm we sure Helen, to, we need Helen to put Keller up, judged her. Whenever we figure mm. out. No, I'm whatever, she said, let me, let me touch your face. And it was like sandpaper. I mean, come on. So we've gone down some rabbit holes. Let's get back <laughs> on track, Marys. Uh. There, there is a power struggle abound. Milan Rouge's corpse isn't even cold, and they're already fighting to see who will control government. This is mm. like drag queens trying to figure out who's going to take over the local show now that Violet Chachki is a big deal and moved to New York City. And Shangela, who is going to have power? And Shangela is going to come out of the big red box. They immediately try to oust Joey Buttafuoco to get her away, <laughs> get him away from Amy Fisher. Mm. And Joey Buttafuoco is not having it. He's like, absolutely not. I'm going to stay with Amy. You're not going to take me away from Amy. I don't care if Mary Jo is my wife. We get some unbecoming talk about Joey and Amy that they refer to as tittle tattle. There's been tittle tattle. Are you talking about we- sec- Secretary Gaiman? 
Mm-hmm. When he says him. there's been tittle tattle, there has been tittle. Yeah. You may think that nobody has said anything because they have not shared with you personally. But let me tell you, there has been tittle tattle. <laughs> yeah, is that what we do on this show? Tittle tattle. Is she gay? That Tommy. I mean, she's yeah, Tommy Lashale. She is very bitchy. You know what Joey should have said? He should have said in a very Joey Batafuco way. He should have said, "You know what, buddy? Snitches get stitches." How do you like them apples? Mm-hmm. And then th- that's how he could have handled the situation. Yeah. The queen mother writes Lydibeth, that's her nickname, and tells her that, <laughs> I thought Madge would really appreciate this I part, did. tells her that duty calls. <laughs> <laughs> that's called a fart, Mary, when duty calls. She then does poppers out of some big... <laughs> <laughs> what the mad. fuck is it's that nitrous what oxide. the fuck is that but it had no container it was what the fuck was that thing? i think it was audience, nitrous. audience we need to know what's in her poppers that I, don't, bitch I, hope it was, I don't know what it was maybe she, she farts in it it was the last fart from her husband <laughs> she just inhaled <laughs> and then when she said let's go and then she said you're not you're not uh, Elizabeth Mountbatten, you're Elizabeth the Vagina. Vagina. And, and then like, she's, oh, it did yeah. sound like vagina. Right. I rewinded re- like, uh, like three times. That is exact. It's you better Elizabeth put that vagina. in a montage too, Deborah, which Hold is the on, best part of the show, the by the way. I'm not done with the poppers. I'm not done with the poppers. <laughs> okay. So in the deleted scene, she removes the poppers <laughs> mask from her nose. She looks directly at the camera and she goes... It's the only way I can come. This episode was so long, and I was so yeah. glad when it finally ended. I do think oh, it picks back I'm up. I'm glad with, that the synopsis finally ended. And then that oh, whole that the end? No, you, you missed out the part. No. Clip, oh. I mean, are you oh. done, Reagan? Yeah, I'm done. No, because oh, you're no. the best part. So when Clementine is talking to Roger Ailes, mm-hmm. did y'all notice she goes into the bedroom, so I'm guessing they don't sleep together. I don't know. But... She comes into the bedroom. Big dirty and she's dildo. Sta- she's steaming. Go back and watch that scene. I can't. He's talking to her. And then they cut to her, you know, mm. at an angle. And there's steam coming off her shoulders. Really? Was, yes. Go back. I, I had to check it again. And it's insane. I watched it in 4K. There's steam coming off her, coming off her shoulders. It's Maybe she's an apparition. Maybe she's then, been dead the whole time. It, it's a M. Night Shyamalan moment. Uh, was there, blo- was there also, blood coming out of her whatever, too? Yeah, <laughs> on his knee. Um, and also, when, when uh, Roger Ailes got out of the car, you know, to greet the, the queen, uh, a bearskin rug in the car, really? I thought that it just, it's just... Well, I thought it was interesting, too. They'd mentioned how Winston is focused on the relationship. He's more in, he misses World War Two. That's the implication yes. that they give. Like when they, they're telling him what is what the news they're like, what's the news going on in the country? And they're like, oh, rationing food. He's like the exchequer, this and then all this domestic important stuff. He's like, blah, 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 whatever. What's going on with America and the Soviet Union? And then that's the reason why they want to get rid of him, too, according to that. So the the editorial is seeming to go along with this idea that Winston is uh, yeah, hawkish done. Yeah. Are we on to the next section yet? Is yeah. Let's do uh, bangers or mash. That's so right. easy. Can I go first? Yes. I mean, pussy hat, pussy hot man, pussy hat man is fuckable as hell. He's got a huge penis and I would, uh, I mean, I'm sure anybody would want it in them. So I, I don't see anybody competing for that. 
Okay. That was a little racist. Why? A little racist because you're making assumptions about you're exoticizing an indigenous person. No, I'm, I'm saying based on his facial characteristics, he looked like he had a big D. It has nothing to do with his race. Or his well, he was the hats. biggest man in that scene, though. You know, he had a big dick face. He had a big dick face, and I'm sorry if that <laughs> a big maybe, dick face. <laughs> yeah, BDF. So you know. Okay. So who are you gonna mash? Yeah. You know, I think. Yeah. I who, who who are you gonna pass on? Who who d- did you not find? Well, delicious? the least fuckable is definitely Tommy. She is so bitchy. I mean, ugh, just very cold, very icy. Oh, I, I agree with that. I do agree with that. I don't like he's too. Person. He he's a Rudy Giuliani right yeah, there. I, he doesn't like the fact that other people have sex. He's judgmental mm, of it. I yeah, I agree with that. He's got very, some. He's got some Rudy Giuliani small penis energy. Very small penis energy. He probably has hair dye, you know, dripping down his whatever. <laughs> his whatever. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Debbie, who are your bangers or mash? Okay, my banger, Martin. He seems like the only semi-normal person in this show. He's he's Martin Lawrence. (laughs) Martin Lawrence. Now, Martin, which was her, basically her assistant before uh, Tommy takes over. Tommy Hilfiger? Uh, Yeah. So Tommy's taking over Queen Elizabeth. Now that since she's not um, what she was before the princess. He's the Nelly that told Philip about the father, yeah, right? Yeah, it's time to go. You know, right. when they're on the plane and she's oh, sort of okay. sad. I don't remember him. Time. I don't remember him, but I'll go oh, back. Yeah, it's a really good scene because I think that's the first time you see like somewhat of an emotion from her. Very high pants. He's very and, yeah, high pantsed. He comes in. He was the gentleman that wanted to tell her, but then mm. uh, f- uh, the prince was like, "Oh, I'll tell her. I'll tell her." And then he didn't want to wake mm. the prince up. So but anyway, so I, anyways, I said, um, you know, only normal person, and he's kind of hot in a British way, so I so totally like would bang him. him. Now, pants. So you don't care about penis size, Deborah? Not in this aspect. Okay. You know, once sixty-eight, it's all downhill. I get it. Um, I would not again. I would not bang Prince Philip. <laughs> The words that came out of his mouth was such a turnoff in this show, uh, this episode. I just want a big slop. What? When they're in the treehouse and he's like sexy talking her for a BJ, I guess. Oh, yeah. And he says, I just want a big slop. I just want a big slop. What's a big slop? I don't understand. I don't know. Is that a blowjob? Is that the reason you said that, Reagan? Possibly. No, big sloppy kiss. And she goes, oh no, it's never just one. It's never just one. A big sloppy (laughs) kiss, right? Isn't that what Uh, you mean? My banger is Prince Philip. (laughs) Again. I'm sorry, when he took on the elephant, it made me do things down there. And I would agree with Madge's pass there, her mash, which would be that that queenie guy who Tommy. is coming down on Joey and Amy. I feel very protective over Joey and Amy and their barn sex. Thank you. Our next section is Royal Pain in the Ass. Where we talk about who gave the most sass in the episode. Who was the sassiest? 
That's a tough one, but I would have to say Tommy again because he was very sassy. But also, I don't know if sassy is the right word. But that's is that sassy? What he is? He was just yeah, bitchy. Yeah, I, I would say. But I don't it know. It was sass. I it mean, was sassafras. And he threw the book at Peter. He was being very shady to him yeah. and trying to make him feel bad without having to come yeah. out and explicitly say what was going on, rather than just coming out and saying, "Look, I know that you have designs on Margaret, oh, yeah. but you're a married man." He's like oh and people are talking with their tittle tattle and you are a married man and you know just uh, say it mary if you're gonna if you're gonna have the balls to confront the person you need to go there uh, with the person and so much shoe polish on his hair i bet he puts it on his pubes too but they also uh, thought that e prime minister eden was kind of bitchy too i guess it's bitchy and sassy maybe we need to do can we Take a little dive and describe what does sassy mean? I've always been confused about that. What is shade? You- like when you say a queen throw shade, you just uh-huh. get you know it's shade. Uh-huh. She read Tommy read Peter. You know, that is to me that's sass. So is sassy drag queeny? Yeah. It can be. It's yeah. a feeling. It's a feeling. It's shady. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, it when shady. you see it. Yeah, you, you know, know it when you see it. it. Then I guess I would say Eden was very sassy because he was They're very digs. shady. What it is, is it's digs. Yeah. It's yeah. those little digs. Yeah. Well, she yeah. did have a little dig as noticed by her, uh, no, noted by her uh, comment about her feek. Little D. Little Debbie. D. Roger Ailes. I felt like yes. you do not I like Roger. So, but he's always quip. He, he he's always got something to say. What is your stiff opera? I'll let Deborah go first because I don't want to steal. I don't want her to steal my answer again. Okay. I have three. three. Um, not wanting to disturb the royals. One of the scenes was like Martin didn't want to wake up Prince Philip. Right. The, the the king has just died and you still have to somewhat compose yourself where it's like, oh, no, no, I wasn't going to bother you, Mr. Prince. Uh, oh, you just happened to wake up. Oh, let me tell you this. It's like, no, Mary, you wanted to wake him up. Just wake him up. You don't have to, like, find some other reason for him to wake up on his own. Uh, that just right. really gets some my nerves. Well, maybe like, he wanted to see his big horde shaft and he was afraid yeah, and it goes scared. back to what reagan was talking about in the beginning with the flowers you just expect the flowers are yours you know what i mean it's mm. like this just this whole thing that surrounds the the family is just very just disturbing so um and also the box i'm sick of the box i'm that just bothers me why do they have to put like all this Inf- prized information in a big red box. What if like there's only one paper that day? Nothing really happens. Do we still need the box? Is it because, yes, because like, it's a wo- formality, right? It's that's what the, their lives are defined by these traditions it's and formalities. Vag- but there's never going to just be what one I paper mean, in the box. Lose the box. I guess it's sort of like the Batman, the red phone when you want to get a hold of bat. It's like just symbolism. I, I don't know. So is that um, part real? Is there really a box? Is that yeah? Real? I bet you there is. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's real. And she has a key just like that that says the queen. I mean, that's the weirdest no, thing about the box. Is the it's queen like, is, it says the queen on it like, duh. Yeah, but, really? But, well, she doesn't have a key, though, because her royal majesty was a technician during the war. So she actually chooses to pick the lock each mm. and every time she opens it. Okay. I read that on a parlor. Are, you are a liar. I read it on parlor. Parlor. On parlor. <laughs> You're not in parlor, are you, Deborah? There's ballots in it. My main thing is like, 
how did the UK get Kenya? And did, did they still have it or what happened with Kenya? I don't think they, they still do? have it. So like, how did they get that thing? They just went, you say, oh, they we, took that's over. ours? It's like, it was a colony, uh, commonly known as British Kenya, it was a part of the British Empire from Africa from 1920 till 1963. But I just it's wonder kind how of it similar to what, what, what the United States does when we go into these Middle Eastern countries and we engage in nation building. We want to go into an, oh. what they perceive to be as an unstable place. I'm not saying I agree with their assessment, but they want to go into an unstable place that's not democratic and help bring democracy to these places. And I've always said that, you know, that they've won the war or they've accomplished their goals, not when they get a democracy there, but when they get a McDonald's right. in the heart of ah. Afghanistan or Iraq, right? Because that's really what it's all yeah. about. It's about conquering the thinking patterns and the consumption habits of people. It reminds like me that. of like Catherine Hepburn and Humphrey Bogart and the African you, Queen when they're just, you know, buzzing down the river and they see all these Africans and they just see themselves as these white saviors and you know yeah. these people are basically yeah. animals i mean they they see them as animals as savages i mean they they said it in this episode and then the whole thing about focusing on the stupid details like the black dress was very downton abbey she could have went nude like gaga or wore steaks or something with heels she should have gone she should have said i've just gotten back from africa we saw so many yeah. delightful indigenous people and one of the customs among some of these villages is that the women go nude <laughs> So here I am. I am nude. I'm your nude queen or and you, your new queen. Or you can perhaps smear dung on your body. Oh dear. And with that said, I think that we need, we must wrap up. Oh dear. Oh, yeah. oh dear. My oh tea dear. is all gone. There's no more tea. Would you like to add something to our big red box? Correspond with the queens on Twitter at Pod Save Queens and Instagram at Pod Save the Queens Podcast. Be sure to leave a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify for Pod Save the Queens.